Hey y'all, I'm Ryan. And I'm Nancy. And this is Side T, where we bring you engaging conversations between researchers and practitioners. We feature leading experts as well as early career researchers in psychology and beyond, who will be speaking with other professionals working in settings such as hospitals, schools, and governmental agencies. So grab your tea or drink of choice and enjoy the conversation. Welcome to Sci-T. This is our first ever Get to Know Us episode, which will be a preview of the series End of Us. Hey there, I'm Ryan, and I'm a fifth-year PhD student at Rice University studying health psychology and specifically how stress affects our health. And I am really excited about this project because I'm excited just to share more research and stay sort of engaged with these favorite topics and parts of the job, um, which definitely include just like nerding out with Nancy overall. <laughs> um, and then just to bring it back to sort of why um, I first got interested in health psychology and psychology and just the idea of studying for the rest of your life. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Nancy? Do you want to introduce yourself? Well, I'm a developmental psychologist, and much of my research has focused on children's environments. It's gone to some other places as well. And I've really enjoyed teaching research-focused undergrad classes. I've also had an opportunity to teach our senior internship seminar. So I get to know students in some different contexts. And I'm really with you, Ryan. When it comes to nerding out on research, I'm in 100%. Um, And I'm wondering if we want to talk a little bit more about how we know each other and um, our connections. Yeah, absolutely. I was lucky enough to meet you my freshman year of college. Um, I I guess that first class was adult development and aging, which obviously made a big impact on me with what I'm studying now. (laughs) And I, I definitely just remember that class being so unique because of how you presented both research and music and arts and and this combination of like the ways that we can learn um, what's going on in the world and with people's experiences and things like that. Like it was never just research focused. So even though it was a very research heavy class, there was always like an arts element to it. And I think that that sort of underpins a lot of why we connected after that class and throughout um, just the different ways that we can experience people's lives and people's experiences and, and understand them. And I, and I definitely remember that once we, I, I, so I ended up getting to work with you, right, in undergrad on a, on a paper, and that was such an awesome experience. And in that time, I just over, I, I ended up, I was playing tennis and doing all of these things, but it really was like, how can I reschedule my whole life around the idea of like getting to be able to be in this room with this group of people and with you, especially, um, because it was such a fun environment, fun, collaborative environment where it was like safe to find my voice in research. Um, I, it took me a while to feel confident enough to speak up and feel like things that I was saying would be like contributing something that someone else at the table wasn't saying. And so I'm really grateful for that early time with you because I think that it, in in a similar way to how I hope this sort of helps, right, is just finding your voice in this space and in these spaces that are not super designed for like 20 something women <laughs> as well. Um, so I think just, just being able to see you as a role model in, in this world was huge for me. And then being able to um, really just stay excited and curious about all of this um, was a huge part of why I think our connection is so strong. And, and then 
lastly, I'll, I'll just say like two last things, which are that uh, you got to, you were my like surrogate parent, even on my senior day, like you brought me flowers when, when my parents couldn't be there. And that was such a special experience as well. And I just remember that sort of senior year being like the best of my times were definitely when we were doing research, uh, research that we'll get to talk about in these, um, in these mm-hmm. conversations as well. Right. But we, we were able to kind of create this whole project um, around our interests specifically. So I'll, I'll turn it over to you for things that um, that you experienced as we were sort of getting closer and getting to be friends. Um, but I, I just, I can't understate or I can't, I can't overstate the impact that you've had on me um, and, and still have on me just being like wanting to stay in this field. Ryan, thank you so much for that. I just, it, it makes me feel just amazing. And it's such a mutual respect that we have for each other. And not only have you grown, and I've seen that over the years, but you have helped me really, truly. And I've stretched myself. I would never have done this project. Side T, I'm so <laughs> excited, but to be able to do it with you and just to be able to do it um, with you, I think we complement each other really well. And, you know, you had mentioned that early getting involved in doing that research with my with myself and some other colleagues, um, you know, you came to the meetings and um, that was fantastic. And then just, you would say something and comment and it's like, after a while we realized we needed to ask you more. What's your take on this? And then would you, do you want to write this up? Do you, what do you think about the coolest um, presenting at a conference? And I have to, you know, thank you for the heavy lifting on some conference presentations. Um, I remember one of the conferences being with you and it's like, you know, you were just on a roll and I was like, Oh, this is awesome. I like this because for teaching primarily undergrad, you know, only undergraduates, I didn't really get to have that much of that experience of having you as so much of a peer while you were still a student. So that was just fabulous. And then the project later on, that was your project um, that I um, advised. We worked on together and collecting data with you and another um, student psychology major was so much fun with our our big boxes going out to after school programs and of course it seemed to rain every time we we collected data and no matter what the challenges were whether they were big or small we we had a mantra and that was science and that just helped us kind of push through and and do what we needed to do and it was so good that we were on that same wavelength and I I appreciate that. Uh, Back to what we're doing here. I'm really excited about what we're doing and that we're doing this together. And maybe we want to talk a little bit more about like, how did we come up with this idea and what, what sort of was our driving forces to, to get us to this place? Yeah, I think our main driving force is that we're friends who love science and like wanted Mm -hmm. to stay in touch and have an excuse to nerd out about these things. Um, I I think that this has been a very convenient excuse for us to be able to get together and and have an excuse to bring other people into those conversations too, right? To actually be like, these are the things that we want to talk about and understand. And how can we talk to researchers, but also people who are applying this kind of research in their their professional settings? Um, So for me, I know that a lot, a large part of my interest in all of this is just the, the getting to getting to rekindle kind of that experience of undergrad and carry it through. Um, now I'm in grad school, and and that experience is 
is good too, but it's all, it's a very different experience. And I, I love coming back to just, just the sheer excitement about learning new things that I think we both really have. Yes, we absolutely do. And I also love the excitement now that we have, um, we're ready to launch. Yeah. Um, just having the, I know, having those experiences every time we've reached out and people are like, I'm excited. Yeah, I want to participate. And heart flutters. It's like, yes. And then finding out more, even more about what people are doing and having these deep conversations has been really compelling. I mean, this is something that I've always wanted to do. And I'm so glad you have too. just kind of making this connection and having discussions about research, but then also seeing how the lessons from those research researched projects can be implemented in an array of settings, whether it's educational, health, um, public health, community settings, so many different settings. So I know that that's always been really important to me. My favorite publications that I've written have actually been more about um, articles that are geared towards practitioners directly um, whether it's teachers or child health, uh, child life professionals, um, that's been the most meaningful to me to be able to say, this is what the research says. These are some lessons. And this is maybe how you can apply it in your work setting. And now it's not just me and you communicating to practitioners or professionals that are in these applied settings, but hearing what they say and hearing what they think should be studied. It's it's really just what I've always wanted to do. Absolutely, so. and and I I remember as an undergrad loving that you were doing like proactively seeking out ways to sort of do that level of communication, and I think that that's a large part of why I, like that that visibility of your interest definitely helped me kind of understand the different ways that you can move through academia and also be mm-hmm. like trying to impact outside of academia, which is I think what what, what both of our goals are here is really to move beyond just journal publications and trying to get more more back and forth bi-directional communication between the people who are actually involved in in this kind of work on on the on the um, like front lines absolutely I mean we value the the uh, publications not only in um, being part of them and participating but reading them but we really want to share science and go beyond the lab and go beyond the classroom and I think that's what we're doing here. Absolutely. So um, maybe you can tell folks a little bit more about, you know, how um, with how the episodes are going to go, what some of the topics are, and so forth. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited. Uh, so a, a few of the topics that we have coming up early on will be focused on things like individual differences in risk assessment, which is very relevant around the pandemic and just how we conceptualize like our place in the world and how how dangerous things are and how sort of we we all have a different level of sensitivity to to different levels or different types of risks. Um, We're also going to be talking about how childhood exposure to violence relates to psychopathology, which is, of course, a very important topic. And then again, back to things that we talked about a little bit when when I was an undergrad with you was, was sort of how we can build nature into interior design in a way that it helps to facilitate 
either healing or sort of whatever, whatever the goal is of a space, the idea of sort of building nature and specific elements into that space. So those are some of the topics that we're specifically interested in, but we also have really awesome guests coming up um, for these topics. So Nancy, do you want to tell us a little bit about um, maybe our first episode? Oh, absolutely. So our first episode is going to be, we have a couple of guests, but um, um, they are Leah Deffenbaugh. Um, Leah is the STEM outreach manager at Sci Girls, for Sci Girls, a PBS TV series that gets kids really excited about science and technology. And her colleague, Dr. Barbara Billington, she's an instructor, researcher, and um, she also writes for Sci Girls, and she does training for science teachers in K through 12 um, to help them see how to sort of engage kids, be excited about science, have the teachers feel empowered to engage them. And the conversation with them is fabulous and so much fun. And um, we're really excited about that first episode, starting off with this particular combo, this particular dynamic duo. Yeah, what a combination of people. I mean, and the the work they do is just just incredible. And I feel that way about... uh, all of our people. Yeah. Uh, so we, we in, in future episodes, we'll have guests who, again, are from a lot of different set or who are professionals in a lot of different settings where you're applying the, the different like psychological concepts that we're talking about. And maybe we'll even move beyond that, right? So the idea of just being open and curious is very much underpinning PsyD. <laughs> But we have, um, again, more people like uh, Nirvella Fortune, who is a Providence City Councilwoman who we'll be talking with. Again, this is really exciting for us just to talk to people from different domains where this kind of work is applied. And so the political side and the community side is something that we're really excited to get into. And that episode is awesome. And then we'll also talk with Dr. Heather Lacey, who's a cognitive psychologist and whose work is very impactful, again, especially in these pandemic times. And I, I'm just a big fan of hers, as, as we know. <laughs> so that'll be, uh, that'll, I just can't wait for all of these episodes to be released and to talk with people about them. So coming back to what really gets us with it is our curiosity. And so I wanted to ask you, Nancy, uh, just sort of what keeps you curious these days and what, what's your source for curiosity? Is there anything that like mm-hmm. sparks it for you in particular? Well, certainly individual people do, but sometimes when I don't have a chance to be with people, I certainly turn to um, a couple of things. One is just traditional media and keeping up with the news. There's there's so much to pay attention to. And so I don't pay attention to everything, but I pay attention to things. And one following one news story leads to something else and keeps me really interested and engaged. And it doesn't have to be with psychology. It doesn't have to be with behavioral science. It could be about any number of things. I'm just, I, I just, it's just a, a natural starting place for me. And then over the last year, I have to I have to admit that I have found academic Twitter. And it yes. <laughs> I was nervous about it at first. How do I do this? But yeah. I I can follow people that they could be in my discipline, my little narrow niche, but then they can be studying and talking about other things, whether it's political or about public health, which is so important. Um, and, and it shifts and it's so inspiring. And I will look up people and find out what are they doing? What, what, and then what, whoever they are, then that leads me to other people. And so 
I'm finding that um, paying attention to what people are saying and how, why are they saying these things? I, I, it's endless and it's an endless, you know, font of curiosity to me. So that, that's what's happening for me. What about you, Ryan? What's, what helps keep you curious? Well, I'll piggyback off of that and, and agree with you about Twitter. I think Twitter is such an awesome resource for that. And I, I found out about the podcast ologies because of Twitter, which if anyone hasn't listened to ologies, it's just incredible in terms of science and science communication and, and just sparking curiosity for all of these different subjects that I really haven't thought about. So I would definitely say things like um, academic Twitter and ologies, but also um, in the last year and pandemic time as well, um, I've been reading a lot of fiction and also young adult fiction and just joined joined a book club. And I think that just reading fiction and or just other people, other people's perspectives or experiences uh, is such a like lovely window into people's lives. And especially interest in psychology or like early life experiences. A lot of these like coming of age, young adult books are so mm-hmm. interesting just to think about how, what you're reading is kind of reflecting a lot of the, the things that we're kind of learning about. Well, how are you, are you, you might be in this environment and responding to the stressor. So how then is that going to be affecting you for the rest of, of your life? Or, or like, how are these responses? You know, just, again, just seeing different people in different contexts and just getting that spark of like amazing writing, but also this like fantasy world sometimes. So I just, I, I love reading things that aren't just straight academic papers or nonfiction. To, I think just for that spark, like you're saying. I've got to jump in here. That's giving <laughs> that's giving me ideas yeah. for a no. guest. Oh yeah, for some guests. Awesome. I think that would be really exciting to pull in a, a, a fiction I, author. I love that. I yeah. love that, and I love that too because again, back to your, your back to your class. That that was my favorite part of of that adult development and aging class was like you have the research, but you also have all of these different ways of experiencing something that we're talking about in the research that. Can, is uh, right it's like storytelling is so much more captivating to people than looking at any like numbers so that <laughs> us included <laughs> yep. so that that makes a lot of sense um, we'll make that happen I think yeah, yeah. and we also really want to know what kinds of discussions y'all are interested in mm-hmm. so please let us know what you're most excited about leave comments on videos um, go ahead and follow us on social media on Twitter and Instagram we'll be posting through um, at Ryan Science on um, on social media and I'll just make sure that's up on the video here so y'all can see it and please just let us know what things you're most interested in and any questions you have about any topics that are coming up as we promote them or that might've already passed. Cause we'll be happy to address them. We're, we also have lots of questions and are super excited to discuss with y'all. Absolutely. Clearly we're having a lot of fun doing this and we hope you'll join us for our conversations.